there is a trade-off because the more time that you spend building it now, the sooner it will get to that point where it's sustainable and it runs and it keeps growing when you're offline. Or you can spend less time on it now and you can enjoy that lifestyle from day one, but it will take longer to get to the point where it's, you know, that financial freedom. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Imperfect Action. This is episode 587. Today is another episode of Ask Steph, and I'm answering a listener question that was submitted asking about how many hours I really work. And I love this question, so I will dive into it in just a second. But if you have any questions you would like to hear me answer on an episode of Ask Steph, please do go ahead and submit them at stephtaylor.co slash asksteph. I love the all of the details. I love longer questions. I love just reading your letters, even if you send them in via there. So please do go and submit your question over there. Okay, today's question is from Finn Bowd. Hi there, Steph. Thank you for your great podcast. I started listening to Socialette a few years ago and then got busy on my business, which is a law firm that provides lawyers to other firms on contract. And now I'm going through the process of really thinking about what I want to be doing with my time. And so I recently have come back to you via Imperfect Action. I'd like to know how much time you spend on the business, how many hours a week. You sound like you aren't spending 60 or 70 hours and more like 30 or so because you seem happy and like you are doing other things you want to do. But I'd like to know if that's true and or realistic. I am a hard worker, but I'm looking for ways to bring more balance into my life. So I often find myself wondering with all your coaching calls and private classes and so on, how many hours do you really work? Could you also maybe give a snapshot of the time it's taken you at various points of the business? I'm sure some periods were much more intensive than others. I'd find this very helpful and interesting, and I'm sure others would as well. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I I guess let's answer this in a few parts. I like to answer these questions in a few parts. So first of all, the first question was, you know, how much time do I spend on the business? How many hours a week do I spend on it at the moment? So, you know, I'm currently, I'm actually re-recording this episode on holiday because for some reason the original file disappeared. And if you're noticing a difference in sound quality, that's where, um, th- that's why it's different because I'm not recording in my usual microphone. Now, so when I had planned to record this episode a couple of weeks ago, I had a very full plate because we had just launched Offer Less, Sell More. We were wrapping up this round of launch magic and I was prepping to take a few weeks pretty much offline. I mean, I'll be offline in about a week or so, uh, for a couple of weeks, but because it's summer, right? I'm usually at my desk around 
6, 6.30 in the morning, and then I finish my day around lunchtime. So, you know, six hours a day maybe, and 30 hours, around 30 hours a week while I'm in this busier period. But when I'm not in a busier period, then, you know, sometimes it's three hours, sometimes it's four hours. Um, and I do like to take bigger chunks of time off. I really enjoy working. And I think one of my biggest challenges when I'm on holiday is actually saying, no, I'm going to put the laptop away and I'm not going to do any work today. Uh, because there's always things I can do to continue to grow the business. They're not busy tasks, but they are things like I can explore new ideas or I can brainstorm things. There's always strategy that, that can be done, tasks where I'm working on the business. And I find it very hard to switch off from those. Now, the hours that I work fluctuate a lot. It really depends on my energy that day, my focus that day. And over time, I've become quite mindful of not trying to force myself beyond what I can realistically get done. I do also have ADHD and getting that formal diagnosis this year has helped me to be a little more self-compassionate in the days when I really can't focus on the task. You know, there's some days when I want to do something, I want to get it done and I just cannot focus on it and it is so frustrating. But I also know now that I can make up for it on the days when I do have a little bit more focus. Now, most of the time, I also physically cannot focus for more than five or six hours in a day. It's been like this my entire career. You know, when I worked in corporate, I was useless after lunch. And then I hated how everybody else in my team would work late into the evening. But because I started really early in the mornings, they all thought that I was just clocking off at 5 p.m. and being lazy. But I'd been there since 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. So I've had to get really smart about how I work because I know I've only got a limited time that, that I can really be productive. And yeah, I used to think I was lazy, but I've, I've discovered I'm not. <laughs> now, right now, I'm very much in a building phase of my business and I'm thinking, what do I want the next phase of my life to look like? What do I want the next stage of my business to look like? And I know that at some stage, I would like to have kids. So that means that I need to put in a bit of extra time now to set up the foundations for a business where I can have both. I can have the fulfillment and the mental stimulation and the financial freedom that my business affords me. And I can have the flexibility and the time freedom to spend outside of just working. But my business as is could run probably with less than 20 hours of my time each week if I wanted it to. It kept running when I took two weeks off to hike through the outback. It kept running in 2021 when I took four weeks off to travel around in a van. Um, but, you know, right now I really do enjoy working. I really enjoy creating content. I record, I love recording these episodes. I love creating programs, teaching workshops, teaching my students, working with my launch strategy intensive clients. I really enjoy all of that. So I'm choosing to work a little bit more in this season. The second part of your question was, you said, you said you sound like you aren't spending 60 or 70 hours and more like 30 or so, but I'd like to know if that's true and or realistic. Yes. So I'm definitely not spending that much time. And I don't know if I really ever have for an extended period. Like, yes, there might have been a few times early on in my business where I might have had a ton of things on my plate one week, like my first course launch where I was working part-time, I created it, the course and I launched the course at the same time 
And I was also working with a bunch of retainer marketing clients. So I had a lot on my plate back then. And I also was working up to a deadline where I was about to go off to Europe for three or four months. So I knew that I had to work longer hours for those few weeks leading up to that deadline. But these days, I am a lot more mindful of what I say yes to and what I say no to. And I'm a lot more mindful of trying not to fill my plate too much at any one given point in time. Now, I did stop working with retainer clients back in 2018 or 2019 around then. Um, it was a gradual process. I didn't just stop working with all of my clients in one day. <laughs> I slowly sort of let them go over time. And while that was a massive financial hit, and I really did struggle for a while there, it did give me the time that I needed to lay the foundations for a business where I wasn't trading time for money. And now I really only work with clients in a strategy intensive format. And I know ahead of time how many I can take in each month. And that depends on, am I going to be traveling? Am I launching something? What else is going on this month? Um, so, you know, based on that, I know, okay, I can work with one intensive client or I can work with three. And sometimes I do squeeze in client consults for past students and past clients, but not really that many. Um, the other areas where most of my time goes, I think content creation is probably the biggest one. These podcast episodes, writing emails to my list, creating social posts, recording video, uh, writing posts to my community, writing my daily biz boosters. I do all of that and I love it. I still do love it. I haven't outsourced it because I love it. And, you know, I don't, I think that is my main role in the business. Sorry, I am a little bit croaky as well. Uh, that is my main role in the business. So I don't want to outsource that yet. And I don't know if I ever want to outsource that. The next area where I spend a lot of my time is marketing, you know, so Facebook ads. Um, I manage all, I, I create and manage all of our own Facebook ads because I'm really good at them and I haven't wanted to bring in an agency or somebody to do them yet. I teach workshops and masterclasses to other people's audiences. I speak to people's audiences. I do podcast interviews on other people's podcasts. I do partnerships. I write guest articles. So there is a lot of time that I spend there on marketing as well. I spend a little bit of time on sales. So, you know, when we're doing a live launch, for example, when I do launch magic, the launch magic launch twice a year, I'm doing the strategy still. I'm liaising with our copywriter to make sure that the copy she's writing is aligned with the strategy. It's what it sounds right. It feels good. I'm the person creating the webinar, delivering the webinar. Um, if we have any new bonuses, then I'm creating those with launch magic. The actual course content is already created. So I don't have to spend any time doing that. But if it's a new offer, then obviously I need to spend time also creating the content for the product. And then there's delivery. That's the other last part of where my time goes. And for Launch Magic, you know, I do the live Q&A calls and the get it done sessions one or two times a week for 12 weeks. For my new 12-month program next year, there will be more live sessions that I'll need to deliver. For my launch strategy intensives, you know, I need to shop for the kickoff call with the client. And then it's six or seven hours of my time on their work. And then it's seven days of email support that they have with me. So there is a little bit of hands-on delivery stuff, but now I no longer spend my time on things like customer support, 
most of the admin tasks. I don't liaise with affiliates for Launch Magic. I don't schedule podcast episodes. I don't schedule the social media content. I don't write the show notes, all of that. That is off my plate now, which means that I can focus on the things that I need to do and the things that I want to do. And then the last part of your question, could you also give a snapshot of the time it's taken you at various points in your business? Now, it definitely wasn't linear. Okay, so if I think back to 2016, when I first launched my very first business, which was a completely different business, it was a physical product e-commerce business, and I was working in a full-time job. So I was working maybe four hours a day on my business, plus then, you know, another eight, nine, ten hours a day in the office as well. And I found it so easy to make the most of those four hours because it, I, I was really focusing. It was new. It was exciting. And I just really had this end goal where I was like, I'm going to create a business where I can get out of my job. And look, it got me out of my job, but not the way that I intended because I actually got really, really sick. And I was in hospital for a week with a really, really bad kidney infection. And then when I got back to work two weeks later, so a week of in the hospital and then a week extra of sick leave, And on the first day out of the hospital, my boss called me and asked if he could drop my laptop off. And I was like, mate, like I've just come out of seven days in hospital. I can barely stay awake for an entire episode of a show. There is no way I'm going to be able to do any work. And he didn't take that very well. Um, And then back to the office, when I got back to the office, you know, I turned up and on my first day back, there was just this mountain of work on my desk and I actually cried. And that was the only time I've ever cried in a job um, at work. And I handed in my resignation, I think three or four weeks later, because I just knew that this was not where I wanted to be. My business at the time was nowhere near the point where it could sustain me, but I also also had a lot of trust that I could build it up really quickly. And anyway, I didn't. And I ended up having to take a part-time job, which was the best thing that could have happened because it was a part-time job in marketing for a startup. And at that part-time job, I was with them through the process of a rebrand. I was with them through the process of launching a podcast, through the process of launching a course. And it taught me so much, so much of what I know now came from that part-time job. So anyway, so then when I quit, uh, when I quit that full-time job and I was working in the part-time job, I was maybe doing six hours a day on my business plus working part-time. Um, then the following year after I closed down that physical product business, which is a whole other story in itself, I was working part-time just in the job for a little while. And then I started consulting with clients in marketing. And that was where my second business, Wild Bloom, was born. And I started Wild Bloom with the goal of growing it into an agency. And I was working maybe six hours a day on it, plus working part-time. And then the, the following year, you know, I was still growing it, working on it six hours a day. Um, but I'd quit my part-time job at this point because I was earning enough from clients that I could sustain my lifestyle, but I wasn't quite at that financial freedom goal. And I was still working a little bit too much, maybe a little bit more than six hours a day at this point. Then I started shifting more into the Steph Taylor brand. So I launched the podcast. I had launched my first course. I'd started letting go of clients. I actually launched a membership, which I was running for a while. And this was the point, I think, where I was working more than maybe six or seven hours a day because I was essentially running two businesses. Then as I started letting go of clients, that decreased to about maybe five hours a day. 
Then 2020, when my business really took off, I, it was a very tough year for me, mindset wise. And I think I was only working about three or four hours a day. And those three or four hours were not very focused. I was very scattered. I then also started taking Wednesdays off. I had every Wednesday off, which was great. It was exactly what I needed at that point in time because I was feeling very burnt out. Like that kind of quick business growth without the foundations and the structure to support it. Oh, that was a recipe for burnout. And it's no wonder that I just couldn't focus and couldn't work. Then last year and this year, 2021, 2022, I've been working about four to six hours per day on average. Um, I took a month off in March 2021 to go around in a van. I took two weeks off in August uh, offline completely to go hiking. I spent a month in Europe in July where I was maybe working two or three hours a day, if that, and I had a lot of days off. So I do want to say like, it is 100% possible to build this kind of business where it gives you that time freedom. But there is a trade-off because the more time that you spend building it now, the sooner it will get to that point where it's sustainable and it runs and it keeps growing when you're offline. Or you can spend less time on it now and you can enjoy that lifestyle from day one, but it will take longer to get to the point where it's, you know, that financial freedom, right? There is always going to be that time financial trade-off at the start. But then when you get to the point where it is set up and it's running, that is a really great place to be. Now, when I mean time, when I talk about the time that I'm spending on the business, I mean time that I'm spending on the business, not time that I'm spending working with clients. Because if you're spend, if you're working 40 hours a week on your business, but all of that is spent on client projects or admin, you're not actually moving any closer to the business that you want. Whereas if you decide to let go of one client and that gives you an extra three hours per week, great. Now you can spend that three hours per week putting in place the foundations for a business that doesn't rely on your time. You can create the structure and the systems and the processes for a business that runs itself when you are not there. And that's what I'm really focusing on in my 12-month program that opens up in Feb 2023. You're creating that sustainable online business that gives you the time freedom that you're craving so that your business can be profitable when you're off the grid. It can keep growing when you're not at your laptop. I think that's really where a lot of the um, education in the online space, the online business space is lacking, is everywhere focuses on one component. They're focusing on, you know, just launches. That's been me so far, right? Focusing on just launches, or they're focusing on just Instagram reels, or they're focusing on just running paid ads. And all of, all of these components are so important. Absolutely. But there's nothing that's been holistically Hey, this is how you get all of your foundations together. Because honestly, a lot of those foundations are really unsexy. You know, if somebody sold you a course on like, Hey, here's how to manage your cash flow. It's really unsexy because it's a lot of it is just spreadsheets and looking at like, how can we manipulate the cash flow a little bit so that we've always got cash in the bank? Um, and that isn't very sexy. It's less sexy than how to do a launch or how to run Instagram reels and grow your audience. But when you put it all together, the outcome is exactly what we as business owners have all or what we all started our businesses for, that freedom, that business that stays profitable when you're offline. So stay tuned for that. We'll be letting you know a little bit more about that in early 2023. Uh, but that is me for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have a question you would like me to answer on an Ask Steph episode, Send it through to Steph Taylor. Oh my goodness. 
stephtaylor.co slash asksteph. I forgot my own website for a second there. Uh, can you tell that I'm in holiday mode? Maybe. Uh, and if you're not already following the show, hit the follow button. It means you'll get brand new episodes straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That is it for today. Catch you next time.